0: I wanted to share uh, out of John, and I'll start there. Um, one, of the, one of the things that has been on my mind and a challenge to my mind for quite a lot lately is just the topic of peace. And I don't know if that's something that you can relate to, um, but we'll see as, as we go through this this message here. I want us to read from John 14, verses 23 to 27. Starting in verse 23, it says, Jesus answered him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words, and the word that you hear is not mine, but it's the Father who sent me. I don't know what may go through your mind as you hear a passage like that, um, where it's talking about peace I leave with you, peace I give to you. Don't be troubled. Don't be afraid. Um, I don't know what goes through your mind. I mean, we've we've all gone through an interesting couple of years, um, in one way or another. Some it, it's this this season has impacted us all in in different things. Um, It's been a season that has been marked by confusion, in many cases. Um, Confusion, fear, uncertainty, an unknown disease, especially initially when we didn't know much about it. It's a, a season of political turmoil, questionable leadership. It was an election year that seemed to capitalize on the pandemic and politicize the pandemic. People lost jobs, some lost their businesses lockdowns, masks, stay-at-home orders, church closers, shortages of all sorts of goods, economic instability, violence, military deployments due to the violence. Does that sound, what does that sound like? Does that sound like America? That's actually my description of Uganda. That, that, was, that was the last couple of years in Uganda. And so like your, your minds are automatically going to, this is America. It's, it's very similar, very similar. And um, it's interesting. Um, one of the things that Andrea and I found very interesting was just, especially with some of the political stuff that we were seeing happen, some of the violence that we were seeing, we were thinking, that's supposed to be happening here in Uganda. Why is it happening in America? Um, but yet it was. It was a. It was a year that found. While while we're different, it was a year that found us all walking through some very similar circumstances. And through that, this concept and topic of peace kept coming to my mind. So as I'm walking through this, how am I supposed to find peace, Lord? Where where does this peace come from that you that you promise us that you talk about? And I spent a lot of time. Looking into it, because if I'm honest, um, and I will be, these last couple years it left me asking a lot of questions myself. As I was walking through the different things that we were experiencing in Uganda, um, even even at the camp, uh, there's a lot of uncertainty at the camp. Um, there were times, and even even up to up to right now, where we're asking questions. You know how. How are things going to go for Musana? Are we going to make it through this? Or is Musana going to have to close its doors? Musana just came out of its second lockdown. And um, for those that weren't here in Sunday school class, the the biggest way that COVID has impacted Musana camps is um, economically. Economically, it it took away a lot of our income through the lockdowns and the, the, the restrictions that were put upon us. And so we, we found ourselves asking these questions. What's going to happen? Are we going to make it through this? Or are we going to be, for Andrea and I, are we are going to be packing our bags and moving back to the U.S.? Is this place that we have been so blessed to be a part of going to survive? And yet, the Lord tells us not to be troubled, not to be afraid, that he's left us peace. So I wanted to look into that. So I started with this, this passage. And it's interesting to me that when you look at this passage in John 14, this is Jesus speaking to his disciples um, at the Last Supper. So thinking back to that time, that was a time of complete chaos for them. If you put yourself in the shoes of the disciples... At that time, when Jesus is, is saying these things direct to them, it's at a time where they're being, um, in some cases, hunted. R- Rome was still very active and, and trying to put down any sort of rebellions that were there. Um, the religious leaders of, of the time, the Pharisees, were hunting Jesus and his disciples. They, they wanted to put him to death, and they, very shortly after that, they did. So, if you put yourselves in those shoes, it wasn't a time of peace for them. It was a time of uncertainty. All the, many, many of the same things that I just described for Uganda and the U.S., that was their time as well. And so that's the, that's the picture that we enter in here. To go back into verse uh, 23 where we started, um, Jesus Jesus says if anyone loves me he will keep my word and my father will love him we will come to him and make our home with him what does that sound like to you? to me that sounds like relationship he wants relationship with us so the beginning of peace is to know him to know him and if we're going to claim that we know him then we need a relationship with him we need to we need to know who he is and if you're going to do that, if somebody's going to say that they, they love him, they keep his word. So it starts, it starts with just knowing, knowing God and listening to what he says. Um, if we obey him, he'll live with us. It says it. Um, verse 26 comes and says, These things I've spoken to you while I'm still with you. Sorry, that was 25. Then 26. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. I don't know about you, but I forget regularly. I forget things. I forget things that I'm supposed to remember. Um, and I need to be reminded. I think at times, not at times, but I'll more often than not, we need reminders about the peace that God has promised us. And he says that his, his Holy Spirit that he sends will be the one to remind us of what he has said. Remind us of what he has taught us. And then he goes into um, direct, right into this. He says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives do I give you and I, I find that interesting because if you read that, the peace that he's talking about, it's done. It's not something that is... He, I mean, he says he doesn't give as the world gives. How does the world give peace? Think about that for a second. If somebody is going to you know, promise peace, take the Middle East peace process, for example. What does it take in order to have Peace. It takes all sorts of conditions. That's, that's how we receive peace in the world. It takes all sorts of conditions. If you do this, then we'll have peace. If this, if this, if this, if this, then there'll be peace. It's conditional. God does not put conditions on this, it's already done. He says, My peace, I leave with you. I've, he's left it. It's done. It's not conditional um and because he has left us with this peace it's then that he says so don't let your hearts be Where where do the where does the peace come from though is the question and then i would jump over to john 16 john 16 verse 33 it says I've said these things to you that in me you may have peace. There it is again. He's promising us peace. And he jumps right here. He says, In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Here's the key and the thing that I have had to remind myself. Where does this peace come from? The peace that I want when I'm troubled? It comes from God. It comes from God the the one who has created us the creator of heaven the creator of earth the one who was there in the beginning before any of us were even a concept he was there and he's going to be there when we're done and gone and all of of us someday will be done and gone he's the beginning he's the end he's the creator, he's the sovereign why do I worry why do I fear he he has things in control. But he tells us to not be troubled because of that, because he is in control, and he's there. And it's because of that that we can, that we can have faith in him to not worry and not be afraid. I think one of the, as we were driving down this morning from Dickinson, um, one of the things that I realized is I do worry and I do fear at times. And I'm guessing that over the last couple of years each of you have found yourself in that position worrying about something or being fearful of something. When we're in that place it's often maybe all the time because there's something that we can't control. We want to control things. I want to control things. I want to know that camp is going to survive this. But do I have control of it? I don't. But worry and fear come into the picture when I'm trying to. I'm trying to control it. I'm trying to make it happen. But so often, we can't. And so what do we do? We worry. We fear. Because there's something that's uncontrollable. And we want to control it, but God is telling us, asking us to turn our eyes back to Him. Philippians four. Let me jump there. Philippians four, uh, verses four. Starting at verses at verse four. Says, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. God, is, He draws our attention back to Him, to Himself, as the one who is there from the beginning, who is sovereign. He knows what's happening. He's not ignorant in any of this, but He... he also is in control and where we struggle and we strive to control something and we can't he does have that and for those of us that have our faith in Christ we can, we can rest in that and we can we can step back and say okay Lord I don't know what's going to happen with the camp but I can have peace knowing that you are in control and you've grown us you've brought us this far And this place is yours. It's yours to do what you will because you're going to be here when I'm done and gone. And that does give us something that we can rest in. Um, But it doesn't mean that we don't ever have worries and fears. But what does it say? It tells us, instead of being anxious about which we have the the tendency to do, but to pray, to bring those prayer requests, bring those things. That's why we pray at church. That's why we pray at home. We take the things that are troubling us, that are discouraging us, that are wounding us, and we bring them to Him. Through prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And when you bring those and you bring them to Him, then you can let go of them because of having faith in God who is sovereign. We can let go of them and trust that He's going to take care of it. And that's where the next verse comes in. And he says, The peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. That's where it comes from. It comes from having faith in a God who is in control, despite the things that are coming at us that we don't understand, we don't, um, we don't know what's gonna happen next and we can't control. When we can take those those issues and put them put him at put them at his feet and say, All right, Lord, I can't I can't handle this, but you can. Help me to know what the next step is. And I don't know if you've been around somebody who is just at peace, especially amidst difficult times. Sometimes it can be, uh, you know, you, you, can, you can ask yourself the question, how can you be so um, you know, calm? And yet this is, <clears throat> this is where it comes from. This piece that is past understanding. Even, I, I've been on both sides, of the, both sides of the coin. There have been times where I've, I'm just worried and concerned about something, and just anxious. And I've also been on the side where I have been able to take it to, take my concerns to the Lord and say, Lord, this is yours. Take it. And there is just a rest that comes. That I can say, okay, I. I really shouldn't be peaceful at this point in time because of all this chaos but at this point I am but it's because of the Lord <clears throat> and it's because of that that we can rejoice knowing Christ is the prize knowing Christ is the prize that can't be taken away it can't be taken away dis, you know, despite all the types of things that could happen to you Musana Camps could close its doors tomorrow But that doesn't take Christ away from us. It doesn't matter what happens. Christ is ours. He's our Savior. And as long as we can keep our focus on Him, He promised us this peace. This is peace that financial security doesn't guarantee. Because sometimes finances as we saw at camp during the, during the COVID lockdowns we went from having a regular income to all of a sudden within one day it was done and gone it disappeared and the finances that kept us secure were gone and then all of a sudden all these questions were there but Christ didn't disappear he was there the whole time walking us through that through that situation so as we can turn our eyes to him that is what gives us the ability to look at verse 8 where it says finally brothers whatever is true whatever is honorable whatever is just whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. I don't know about you, but when I'm going through difficult times, I don't always think this. <laughs> I don't always think about whatever is <clears throat> whatever is true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, if I'm going through a difficult time I'm not thinking about what's lovely I'm thinking about this troubling thing to me but if I can come back and keep my focus on Christ my prize I can come back to this and and remind myself no this is remind myself of what is true God is in control and I can trust him And that's where we find our peace, if we can just keep our eyes on him. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, I want to thank you for today. Thank you for the chance to uh, just share what you're doing in Musana Camps in Uganda, what you're doing in Andrea and myself. Lord, I do thank you for the peace that you offer to us, and I ask for myself as well as each person here that you would help us that your Holy Spirit would remind us of the things that you have said to us, the things that you've taught us, the things that you've promised to us, of the peace that you promised to us. So that as we're going through difficult situations, Lord, that we could keep our eyes turned to you instead of worrying and fearing and being anxious, that we can lift our eyes to you and pray and find the peace that you promise. In Jesus' name I pray.